Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Today's a special day. It's Tuesday, and on the Employment Matters podcast, Tuesday means it's Travel Tuesday, where each week we get the chance to dial in our members from all around the world who share with us some of the important things we need to know when doing business in their jurisdiction. Today, we're going to be learning more about doing business in Thailand. I'm pleased to welcome the show, Sofun Pathamrat Workin, a lawyer at Price Sinone in Bangkok. Sofun, how are you today? Oh, hi, Peter. I'm great. Things are great in here in Thailand. Well, welcome to the program. We're so interested to hear more about Thailand. I know our listeners are going to want to hear more about that. So could you kick us off by just giving us a general overview of Thailand? Maybe something about the economy, the population, things along those lines. That would be great. Yeah, certainly, Peter. And today I will give you the overviews, the general things that happen in Thailand. So we are the kingdom of Thailand, which is located in the center of the Southeast Asia in the Chinese peninsula with Myanmar bordering it west and north, Laos it north and east. So Cambodia is our east and Malaysia is our south. Our capital is Bangkok and we just introduce the name, try to get the foreigner no more. Is also not only Bangkok, it's also Grungtep Mahanakorn. So they used Thai word recently. And also Thailand is a constitutional monarchy and parliamentary democracy comprised of 76 provinces. Thailand is governed by a constitutional along with laws issued by a unitary government. The government is composed of three branches, executive, which is a prime minister selected by a combined vote of the upper and lower houses of the legislative branch, and then appointed by the king. Legislative, the Senate composed of 250 members appointed by the Royal Thai military and a lower house composed of 500 members elected directly and through party list proportional representation. And the judiciary comprising of the court of justice system, the administrative court system, the constitutional court and military court. Governmental authority is strongly centralized with the Ministry of the Interior appointing governors for all provinces except for Bangkok, where the governor is properly elected. And of course, the largest metropolitans are Bangkok, Nantaburi, Nakhonsi, Tamarat, Chiang Mai, Pat Yai. And the total population of the country is approximately 15 million, with the large ethnic community being Thai, followed by small communities of Malays, Galiang, Gui, Hom, and dozens of small ethnic communities spread throughout Thailand. And religions, of course, close to 95% of our population identify as Buddhists with smaller following Islam, Christianity, and Hinduism. So this is our overview about Thailand, Peter. So let's talk about some of the industries that are in Thailand. Fill us in on those if you would. Yeah. So it's really interesting, our key industry. Thailand is heavily export dependent with the largest industry in the country, including agriculture, manufacturing, financial services, retail services, and tourism. The country GDP is about you know, 100, $500 billion. 
And the one thing that I really like put more attention to about, you know, the, the interesting key industry with respect to foreigner to Thailand, that is medicals and wellness tourism, I think will be popular. Based on John Hopkins University's um, 2019 Global Health Security Index ranked Thailand as the world's the sixth best PPR country for confronting the pandemic. These reflect Thai public health care system and Thailand preparedness to tackling with the public health emergency, such as the pandemic of the COVID-19 virus. So with the cost advantage, we, because we are really cheap um, professional fees, high quality medical services, attentive care of medical staff, and unique wellness services. These have increased the demand for Thailand medical and wellness from abroad, particularly from the Middle East country. So now the Ministry of Tourism and Sport is promoting Thailand medical wellness tourism at the global level. So we will see certain significant key industry shift in the future, Peter. Wow, that's very, very interesting. So let's talk about what it's like to employ people locally in Thailand. Are there key structural issues from an employment law standpoint that employers need to know about? Give us some sense of that, if you would. Yes, the key structures that we need to talk is about the thing that we have when reached our legislation that is the discriminations against job applicants or an employee because of their personal race, color, region, sexual orientations, genetics information. This we haven't prescribed specifically in the Labor Protection Act or the LPA only specifies the equality between male and female. Also, LPA specifies you know, employer cannot terminate a female's employee because of her pregnancy, and you know it's it's not concrete to have discrimination against the job. Why for disability we have to separate you know legislations encouraging the employer to employ a disabled person if the company reaches certain threshold amount of the employee. In case the company unable to employ such disability according to threshold, they need to pay the subsidy instead. So I think we'll see the future development of the labor discrimination law in Thailand, Peter. So that's very interesting. It seems like the labor code and everything else is evolving along with a lot of the other issues around discrimination and so forth. So how does that position Thailand as it relates to their general business climate? Would you say they're more pro-business or more pro-employee in your opinion? Yes, Peter. Thailand employment law is considered to be pro-employee. For example, any provision conflicts with the minimum statutory rights under Thai labor law will consider it as void and cannot be enforceable. And such provision will be enforced only based on the minimum statutory rights. In addition, when there is labor disputes with the employee, which is to fight a lawsuit against the employer, the employee can go directly to the labor court where they can get a free consultation from the legal officer working at the labor court. The legal officer of the labor court will assist the employee to draft the complaint and file such complaints against the employer. There is no government fee for the employee to need to pay. So this is why we consider it as a pro-employee, Peter. Wow. Well, that's not the way it is in the United States. That's for sure. That is very interesting. Well, let's talk about cross-border opportunities. More and more people are moving across jurisdictions to do work, uh, especially now that there's so much remote work. So what are the immigration standards like in Thailand? Is it easy to get into Thailand? Is it difficult? Are there any special programs? Do you have visas for expatriates? Tell us about that if you would, Sofan. 
Yes, Peter. I would say Thailand facilitates our investors and expects to come to stay and work. For example, the company can proceed the sponsorship of the expat since the expat still at his or her resident country. The company can launch the application to get the pre-approval from the Department of Employment or the Thai Board of Investment or BOI in Thailand. Once the pre-approval has been granted, the sponsor company can send our paperwork to the expat at his or her country. Then, such expat, including their children, can subsequently apply for the visa at the Lawyer Thai Embassy where they reside. Expat then can enter to Thailand with business visa, while the work permit and visa extension will be proceeded in Thailand thereafter. The, another interesting visa, which specially designed to attract highly skilled manpower, investor, executive, and startup entrepreneur, is Smart Visa, Peter. It's a new type of visa, which is to attract them to work and invest in the following targeted industry, such as automation and robotics, digitals, medical hub, next generation automotive in the kingdom of Thailand. So smart visa, the interesting thing is will be granted maximum to four year permission to stay, exemption from the work permit requirement and entitled to additional peerages. So I think it's really welcome. That sounds like a really interesting place. Well, you've helped disclose the mystery a little bit for me on what Thailand was all about. It sounds like a great opportunity for those that want to travel there. Certainly tourism is a big part of the industry, but yet this whole medical wellness space and everything else is really fascinating. So it's been a very interesting discussion and thanks so much for your time, Sofan. Thank you for having me, Peter. If you'd like to connect with Sofan, you can find his bio by clicking on his name in the description of this podcast. Also, please visit ela.law to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars, download white papers, get access to on-demand content from our online library, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks so much for listening.